1: I will call upon you to do a service for me Play the Godfather Now at Chumpacasino.com Welcome to the family No purchase necessary VGW Group Voidware prohibited by law 18 plus Terms and conditions apply With
0: Lucky Land Slots You can get lucky just about anywhere
1: This is Jarrod Parry for Boxing Social in association with William Hill and Empire Fight Store. Delighted to be joined by Ariel Helwani, always welcome on these shows. Ariel, how are we?
0: I'm doing great. Great to uh, be here. Happy to be in central London at the Talk Sports Studios. What a great privilege this is, what a great pleasure this is, so yes, very excited.
1: We're here for the announcement of Zhang versus Joyce 2, Talksport Studios, like you said. We had a bit of wander around earlier. Uh, Simon Jordan walked past. Uh, He didn't seem to take too kindly to you.
0: I don't know if he... I just think he didn't know who I was. Uh, I'm a big fan of all UK sports media, and so I was like, oh, wow, there's the uh, the former Crystal Palace owner himself. I didn't even know he had a show on here. No, I'm just joking. Um, But yes, that was fun. I saw my buddy Gareth. I, I heard Laura Woods is gone, so I'm sad about that. I'm looking for Adeola Depot, he's nowhere to be found. So everyone's big timing me today, but uh, it's very nice to be here with my friends at BT Sport, which by the way, July 19th, the big rebrand, TNT Sports, we're taking over, number one channel in the world, and we've got the big rematch September 23rd, Zhang Joyce 2, or as I like to say, Joyce Zhang 2, because we all know who the true A-side is.
1: Saying, you know, I was going to ask you for a prediction, but I think that's pretty cryptic what you just said there. Uh, obviously, the first fight, his eye got closed. Obviously, Zhang kept pepper in the eye; he got injured, etc. He's got the rematch straight back in. No fear of that. Do you think? What do you think, Joyce will have to change in this
0: fight? Well, you know, I think he has been very honest about his performance. He's not saying that he took him lightly, but he is saying that he didn't fight his best, that, you know, perhaps uh, he underestimated some of his skills. You know, Zhang is a very tough, very big, very durable, uh, very tricky fighter, southpaw who, you know, presents a lot of challenges. And uh, I think that, honestly, a lot of the talk going into this fight was, you know, Joe doesn't need to take this fight, that, you know, it's a big risk for a little reward. Why don't you just wait for one of the big dogs? So I have a lot of respect for Joe for taking the first fight. And maybe all of that got to his head. All the questions leading up to that fight on Fight Week were about, like, what does this fight get you? What does it lead to? And sometimes that can mess with a fighter where you overlook the, uh, the task that's in front of you. Um, I think that was the best fight of Zhang's career, and I think it's the best that he's ever looked. And I said on the night that that version of Zhang could beat Anthony Joshua, who had fought just a couple of weeks prior. A lot of people didn't like that statement, but it just kind of speaks to, in my opinion, just how good he looked. So I'm really curious to see how Joe um, returns, how he looks. You learn a lot about a fighter when you see them in the first fight after a loss, especially a stoppage loss. And so I'm really curious to see how he rebounds here and what version of him shows up.
1: Well, actually, obviously... You are the MMA Hour. Massive, massive views. It's a fantastic place. started off as MMA. you come into the boxing world. Where did this love of boxing come from and how much do you enjoy adding boxing to the MMA show? Yeah,
0: well, honestly, uh, I was a boxing fan before I even knew what MMA was uh, because, you know, I'm born in 1982, UFC is 1993. First thing I ever loved was pro wrestling and I was uh, obsessed with it, but that was like a gateway to other combat sports, right? So that got me into boxing and um, boxing is very popular in Montreal where I'm from. Arturo Gatti and the Grant brothers and many others have come through Montreal and I would go to fights and I would watch all the pay-per-views with my friends and so then that led to MMA and obviously I went down the MMA path for a while but the plan was always to expand at some point so it's why I like to do some pro wrestling stuff it's why I like to do basketball stuff it's why I like to do general sports and I obviously think there's a crossover between MMA and boxing. Maybe some fans would disagree with that. Um, But I love the fact, part of the reason why I wanted to go out and do stuff on my own was to do things outside of the MMA world, such as this. Uh, So it's been a lot of fun, and uh, I hope that I could bring the same credibility and uh, show people that I'm not just an MMA guy, and I think I've proven that. Um, but to me, it's like it's all the same. If you're talking to Joe Joyce or if you're talking to Francis Ngannou, it's all the same sort of mentality and questions. So it's a very easy crossover, and I don't think you have to stick to one and be a fan of one.
1: Just say you say the pro wrestling fan. We, you're over here for WWE Money in the Bank this weekend. Last time WWE came to the UK, uh, Tyson Fury actually played a part in the show. So I'm going to ask you a bit about Tyson Fury. Obviously, heavyweight division at the minute. Obviously, we've got a brilliant fight that's just been announced here with Zhang and Joyce II. Uh, but the heavyweight division, like, the fights
0: can not getting made. What's your thoughts on all of this? Very frustrating. Uh, it's the most frustrating and, dare I say, annoying division in boxing. Every other division right now, all the big fights are being made. Uh, you're seeing unification bouts almost every week, it seems like. Uh, you know 135 140 the women etc and uh, these guys are just flirting with us and uh, it's uh, it's very very frustrating especially since there's such great talent you can argue that there hasn't been talent like this since you know 80s 90s and uh, they're not fighting and it's very very annoying Um, and I think I speak for everyone when I say that and so you know this fight great Dubois, Usyk, great, although we'd love to see Usyk versus uh, Fury first and foremost, hopefully Joshua Wilder, I don't know, Wilder Ruiz. It's just, uh, I'm tired of the tweets, I'm tired of the Instagram posts, I'm tired of the fake announcements, I'm tired of the teases, I think everyone is. And so hopefully by the end of the year we see these fights, but honestly at this point I'm not holding my breath. I am excited though that this fight is being made.
1: So. The lower weights fight to be made, and I'm going to tie this into two things here. You're a big Nottingham Forest fan, we've all seen that. Uh, one man from Nottingham who was really made a name for himself, Lee Wood, fantastic yeah. fighter. Yeah. And it looks like he could be getting his dream fight at the City Ground, the home of Nottingham Forest, with Josh Warrington, which is a fantastic domestic yes.
0: fight. I can imagine you'd be one of the first ones to get a ticket. I would love to be there for that. There is a part of me that feels like my first trip to the City Ground should probably be for a Forest match, but I would love to go. God, I love Nottingham Forest so much. People think that I'm taking the piss when I talk about them. Like, I'm being genuine, and I don't really have to prove anything to anyone. It's mainly because of my kids. Um, They are gigantic football fans, and so this is something that I can bond with them on. My kids are in summer camp right now, and like, I don't know if you guys have this here, like sleepaway camp, like they go away for a month, and so uh, I can send them emails every night, And they asked me, the only thing they asked of me is to send them emails every night with all the transfer news. So I'm sitting, typing and telling them about, you know, uh, Declan Rice signing with Arsenal or Mason Mount talking to Man Man United. I I will be the first to say these are names that I was not familiar with a year ago. But I've fallen in love with it in large part because of them. So, uh, yeah, it's it's great. And uh, I would love for Lee to uh, get that opportunity. I know how much it means to him. I loved in his last fight... Uh, against Lara when he came out to you know the the, the Forest song and uh, like how much he represents Nottingham and the love that they have for him so if anyone deserves it, it's him and I would love to be there if he uh, gets that opportunity I'm just going to talk about a fight that
1: we saw you were at right? Chantel Cameron, Katie Taylor yeah. fantastic fight Dublin, fantastic coverage you were part of the Zone broadcast really, really was good to watch as well as the fight and you yourself um, looks like Chantel Cameron's invoking the rematch clause they're going to go to Dublin again by the sounds of it What's your thoughts on that one?
0: Yeah, uh, I'm curious about the weight. It sounds like it's gonna be at the same weight, 140. Um, I can understand why she would want it at 135, you know, try to get her belts. I can understand why Katie wants it at 140 to try to right the wrong at the same weight. Uh, same thing with like Conor McGregor and Nathan Diaz back in the day or Canelo Bival now. Um, there is a part of me that kind of wishes that Katie would take another fight just to build herself back up and for lack of a better word like get a a more winnable or easy fight in dublin because i want her to win in dublin uh but this just speaks to how special she is and the kind of fighter and human being and 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 and, you know like competitor that she is i expect nothing less from her so yeah it's it's a huge fight for her for her legacy for her career for her for her future who knows if she fights after that fight um so yeah a lot of pressure on her i was blown away by cameron in that uh, fight back in May, the body shots, her strength, her speed—she's a very good fighter, and I hope that she's reaping the rewards from that performance because she deserves it. So that—that's a massive one. Big fights coming up. None of the heavyweights, but you know, big fights. And don't forget about KSI versus Tommy Fury—massive, massive.
1: Well, as that's just out of the professional boxing loom much more of the misfits. There is a, another sort of influencer fight that's being talked about. Mark Zuckerberg is Elon Musk. What's your thoughts on that one?
0: Yeah, I feel like it could happen, uh, believe it or not, because uh, they're just kind of crazy and maybe bored enough to, to make it happen. Um, I, th- I see a lot of people poo-pooing it, and I understand why, but I actually think it could happen. And I actually don't hate the idea of it happening, especially if they put it at the top of a card, and then, you know, 24 other fighters get to benefit from the exposure that would come with being on a fight headlined by those two guys. What I find funny is just two weeks ago, Dana White said that they don't, put on gimmick fights and now he's like foaming at the mouth to put this on we didn't believe him then I believe this version of him in that he'll make the fights that will make money um and so yeah let's see what happens but they've got UFC 300 coming up next spring would make sense for that or around that time um I, I really think that as crazy as it sounds the only thing that I feel like might be a roadblock to making this happen is the weight I just don't know if they're in the same stratosphere in terms of weight. If they are, then nothing would surprise me.
1: Well, Ariel, thank you very much for your time. Obviously, the press conference got to get in the way. Thank you very much for your time Cheers. and all the best this week. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network.
0: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?